You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Hello, I'm Franco Luna, Puma Podcast, and you're listening to Teka Teka News. Balitang thinking, hindi breaking. In this episode, it didn't happen just overnight. It's a culture, meaning it, it's been happening for a very, very long time. And it produced a generation of abused students. So it, it means that it's not only one student or two. We take a look back at cases of sexual harassment in the academe that went viral on social media. That was Senator Wynne Gachalian at the first meeting of the Senate Committee on Basic Education. He was talking about the June 28 article by Vice World News that found that, quote-unquote, a culture of sexual abuse thrived for decades at the Philippine High School for the Arts. The PHSA is a state-run facility, though the Department of Education did not respond to requests for comment. Here's how PHSA Executive Director Jose Greg Zuniega responded at that same Senate hearing. Ang mga aligasyon na to ay lumabas uh, recently lang. So ang ating pong uh, pinapakinggan, ang ating mga alumni na may simpatya po tayo para sa kanila. Ngayon, dahil po uh, kamakaidan lang po nire-raise ang mga complaints na ito at tapos sa social media pa, kakumpisa pa lang po ng investigations. Ngayon, yung iba po, karamihan sa social media lang po nagkakwento, ini-encourage po namin sila na lumapit para magkaroon tayo ng uh, tamang proseso para pakinggan natin ito. Unfortunately po, ang nangyari po dito ay naging uh, trial by media na. So para maging malinis ang ating uh, proseso po ay idaan sana natin sa tamang paraan, sa tamang forum. He makes a good point. Trial by publicity is not the solution. And the social media mob can often be cruel. But Michelle Abad a researcher and writer for Rappler who reported on cases of sexual harassment in high schools, says schools can do better with the initial response. I think one staple in the school statements that come out after going viral is like we have mechanisms and this and that in place for you to report. But like, in my opinion, like how did the abuse get so bad that people had to resort to social media and the court of public opinion? Since the girls don't always file cases, they might not even realize that they're being abused. The teachers could just teach again and again, and even just transfer schools if they think that the school is like onto them. When similar complaints from the Ateneo de Manila University went viral in 2019, the school's first response was to point out in an official memo that no official complaints had been filed. Then President Jet Villarin said the school was looking after the rights of the parties to privacy and due process. And advocates say this kind of hush-hush culture disempowers victims who might not be ready to come forward. Times Up Ateneo is one of the groups formed in the wake of the Me Too protests. Here's Martina Heras, one of its members and also an alumna of the PHSA. How will they come forward when there are already so little spaces to talk about these, so little platforms not to talk about 
these experiences. What it does is just parang siyang sapak na lang sa victim na we're sorry that this happened. We'll look into it. But in the meantime, do not talk about it. It is a culture of secrecy and that institutions love to handle everything under the table. They love to bring the victims sa back door and discuss it there instead of addressing the whole community that is obviously also concerned with the victim. St. Teresa's College, Miriam College, St. Paul College, School of the Holy Spirit, Marikina Science High School, Bulacan State University, the list goes on. The Commissioner on Higher Education said that schools should be looking at strengthening their enforcement of the Safe Spaces Act and launching information campaigns to keep students aware of what harassment looks like. Here's CHED Executive Director Cindy Jaro. On the part of the Commission, we are trying to integrate it into our system already. Siguro we can include that in our NSTP, mga as, as topics, para sa ganoon, ma-familiarize yung mga tao. And then, dissemination of educational materials. We will be launching educational resources pertaining to ethics. Ethics ito, but I know that there is one topic about sexual harassment. In educational material siya, but our intention is to integrate it into uh, one of the topics to be taught in our programs. As I said earlier, we did reach out to the Department of Education but didn't get a response. But anyway, Cindy of Ched also pointed out that the law mandates that all school heads act on reported cases. She says that as long as schools comply with these systems, our students should be safe. I think our law has already defined naman the liabilities of the perpetrator. So meron na po dito na talaga sinasabi, the school head will be liable if you will not implement it o kaya naman if you will not act or report acts of gender-based sexual harassment committed in the educational institution. Enforcing the law more tightly and crafting better systems sounds good in theory. There's just one problem. Sexual harassment typically isn't obvious in the beginning stages, especially when there's an imbalance in the power dynamic. Here's Rappler reporter Michelle again. That's the difficult thing, because like, well, the first stages of grooming is probably befriending, but the, the law doesn't penalize befriending. The first stages, you probably won't be like able to file a case against a teacher just for befriending somebody, unless there was something, you know, already explicitly sexual in those cases. But does it have to come to a point that the kid was already abused for them to be eligible? So how do we break the cycle of abuse? Senator Wynne Gachalian at that first meeting of the Senate Committee on Basic Education has an idea. We cannot just leave it open and um, just being investigated. Then the culture will not break. The only way we can break the culture is someone will be responsible and someone will be put in jail if need be. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Carl Sayat and produced by Kat Ventura. What you listened to was a condensed version of our story on sexual harassment in schools. To listen to the full episode, go to our Teka Teka Explains channel, our new explainer series covering stories you won't normally find elsewhere. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. We're excited to build our community with you, and it looks like we'll be able to meet for events real soon. So if you want to stay in the loop, please go to pumapodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Thanks for listening. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 